Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number two. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode, the second episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And wow, are we so excited. Ah, It's been a couple days since we recorded our first episode, but um, we're delaying the release of this episode for at least another week now. Yeah. And uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. Now, of course, this is old news for for those who have been privy to what's been going on, but... uh, one of the things that we've decided to do is to give this project, this new podcast, a code name, which is Project, what is it? Mean Egg Rush. Mean Egg Rush, which of course is, in true Lost fashion, an anagram for right. Hunger Games. It is. So so we've been calling this the mean... But, this, but you started this like... This code name last weekend, and it was Easter, so you got the eggs, and yeah. Exactly. It took me a while to come up with a good anagram. It was good. And the fact, it really threw people off the scent. People are totally thrown off. It's the whole Easter release of Mean Egg Rush. Now, are you getting comments from people now that are like starting to figure it now out? Now that or? it's no longer Easter... And we're beyond that. And we're that. still using it. And I just put a blog post out over at gspn.tv forward slash mean egg rush. Okay. All right. So you could go there and check out that blog post. I just put that out today. And there's enough information in there that says things like, you know, I say popular, but I'd never heard about this book before. The fact that the book is a part of a series kind of gives you an <laughs> Not additional Not to mention hint. you have the album art like kind of. Blurred out. Blurred out, yeah. Yeah, you could just... Now, of it course... It looks censored. <laughs> it, it, that's exactly it. It's all about being censored and, and stuff like that. So we, we've been having a lot of fun with it. And um, your friend, our friend... Right. Uh, now, Allison, I'll, say, I'll take her for no, myself. No, she's that's our fine. friend. But, um, I mean, the, the person who basically told Stephanie... Well, actually, no. Sharon no, told Sharon you. Sharon told me. But you and Allison had been talking about this book as well. Allison's, no, I just told you that she had... I hadn't spoken to her about it. I, oh, you she hadn't. Had, no, she had just um, said, curse you people who, who told me to read this book because now I'm staying up late reading it. Okay. Which, by the way, was a motivating factor for us to even yeah. investigate it further because you had heard about it on the cruise from Sharon, but you had been seeing those tweets. And so you had told me those when you told me about the book. I did. That Allison was reading this and it was keeping her. So I was going to read it alone on Sharon's suggestion and then um, Stephanie and a few people on Facebook. And um, and uh, and so I was going to read it anyway. And when we started talking about Gateway Podcasts, Mm -hmm. um, then I brought this up and you thought I was crazy until I said, well, Allison's reading it. And it's like then that was acceptable. Yeah. Now here, now here's the thing. Let me just share with you some of the comments that are coming in on the blog post. Um, Tony says this is about the best young adult series uh, ever, besides Harry Potter. I am so excited. Uh, we are reading it for book group, uh, mother slash daughter group. Okay. Now the thing is, is I've we not haven't sa- said I right. haven't said it's a young adult series. 
uh, at all, but she obviously knows She's who figured this. it out. Yeah. Wayne Joy says, I haven't read this series yet, but I was planning to and have and already have the books on my e-reader. So, I mean, it, these people are assuming that they know what it right. is, obviously. I think the I fact think that you know it, that it's a series, right. the, you know, and, and, and I did say that I had some skepticism, which probably could lead people to say, yeah, the whole young right. adult yep. thing yep. kind of threw them off as well. So, yes, it, it, it yes, Project Mean Egg Rush. It's been fun. The Hunger Games podcast. But anyway, we are going to now cover for you in this episode our review of chapters two and three. And it's very difficult for us because we don't have a ton of time schedule, no. you know, free in our schedule yeah. to record these episodes. But the chapters are so short and quick that that really... We want to just move forward. I know. But I'm we like, but we're very much dedicated. I'm going to start recording on my iTalk and just sending it to you. No, so you can. can't do that. We got to come <laughs> into the studio. Okay, so let's get started. Chapters 2 and chapters 3, chapter 2 and chapter 3. Yes. If you have not read those, you you want to stop right now, come back and listen to this after you've got chapter 2 and chapter 3 of the Hunger Games. So, I've already apologized to you personally, but I have to say here, I'm sorry that that my having read ahead to chapter two before we recorded our first episode gave further insights that actually came from chapter two. Exactly. And Stephanie's referring to all of the detail that I assumed that she just, you know, kind of came He just to, thought I was smart. You know, I thought she Stephanie had just come to the conclusion that mom was despondent and that she's pretty much abandoned her children after her husband died and stuff. like. It's like, yeah, I kind of get that. You know, I'm, right. after reading chapter one, I kind of could see where you could come up with that. It's like, no, that's not where she came that's up with it. She came up with it for chapter two. Yeah. Reading a chapter I ahead know. of where we're I talking know. in the podcast. But anyway, I'm sure that people aren't too upset with us. So I kind of get the impression that this um, Peter Mellark has, has a thing for Katniss. Really? You yeah. haven't read ahead of I him, have, have not you? read ahead, I swear. <laughs> I haven't. But um the whole um flashback of you know just being completely hopeless and and um resigned to go home and die. Mm -hmm. And then he he purposely burns the bread so that his mom will you know, make him throw it out and and took a beating for it as well. well. There's an and assumption that he purposely burnt the bread. Uh, well, I believe the assumption. Okay, I that's do. Cool. I, I just do. To point I, that out. I believe the assumption. And um but but what makes me believe that assumption is her saying that, you know, at school she'll catch him, you know, staring at her yep, and, and other at things. Her. Yep. And so I just um I just have this I just have this I don't know. This feeling. See, that would be my instinct. Not not the whole mom thing. I haven't read ahead. It's just I just have this feeling that he has a thing for her. All right. Well, that I mean, I can definitely see where you're coming up with Which that. Which kind of sucks because you know you want to root for Katniss to win the whole Hunger Games, but that means that he has to die. Well, I don't know if it or does, does it. <laughs> see, that's the thing, and I have not read anything. I mean, I right. I, matter of fact, I feel you know I, at this point it's it actually by chapter three we do know that this is the post-apocalyptic world right the, right the fact that this once was the rocky the capital was once known as the rockies i love that, that appalachia is chat right. uh, district 12 district 12 was where what was once appalachia which is part of kentucky yeah it so is, we live yeah. in district 12 <laughs> that was kind of fun yes um we don't we live northern of it but 
Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're probably District 13. That got obliterated. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so so let's let's go back up a little bit okay. because you've already talked about the flashback. But let's go to the beginning of Chapter 2 where Katniss uh, steps forward and mm-hmm. says, No, wait, I volunteer. Right. And, you know, uh, tour guide Barbie, I mean, Effie, <laughs> says, Wait a second. Hold on. Uh, and, and, of course... You know, District 12 has not seen a volunteer in quite some time. So the procedures on well, how to do this are a little really rusty. It really is not even just the procedures of how to, it, it's something that's very foreign. It doesn't happen a lot, yeah. you know, um, that someone would step up. And so, well, you know, you would imagine that this this probably should happen consistently when somebody who's 12 years old is right. drawn from this. thing. You would think you would think. Right. Although we learn that from another district, that's not the case. Right. That's in chapter three. Right. right? Yeah. But we're covering yeah. both now. I know. So we're I know. Good. I'm just trying. I'm trying to keep my information straight now. That Excellent. way, if I do cheat and read ahead, I can't. No, you can't do I that. I know. I know. I'm. It was really hard to put my book down yesterday. That's why we're recording this podcast. I that's why I, I'm very much looking forward to to keeping this thing rolling moving Cl- forward. Cliff's like, I know how to get her record. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly how I'm planning I'll just this. Tell thing. her she can't read anymore. <laughs> okay, so um Katniss volunteers. Uh Effie's a little upset. She's trying to it's like, no, we gotta do this just right. Cause mm-hmm. I'm on TV. Right. I can't have with anything her crooked out of pink wig. <laughs> well, I can't have anything out of place here <laughs> with the exception yeah. of my wig. Right. Anyway, the the mayor's like, what does it matter? Seriously? Right. And and in my in my estimation, there's almost something as where the mayor's like very upset about this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he you know. Well, he has a child in it. Yes, obviously. So I mean, I, I think Madge, that, right? Yes, I think that it's right to to say that he is. Yeah, and I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say I love the um. The the silence when when she does step forward and no one applauds and um and what that means, you know, how they they don't support this. Right. The people do not want this. Now, when the mayor kind of just like, you know, says this, you know, what does it matter? Just just let her just, volunteer. Right. I mean, seriously. And and almost now Katniss wonders, you know, he he kind of looks at her in a certain way. Now, in her mind, she's like, you know, it's like I, I vaguely remember who mm-hmm. this person is. But I I happen to believe that the mayor knows, knows. well and good right. who who she is. Absolutely. Because his daughter as we find out later, she kind of catches on. It's like, you know what? It turns out that perhaps Madge really was my friend. Exactly. You know, when she comes to, she we're comes, about to give the gift. Yeah. But, um, so, so I think the mayor absolutely is, knows. is personally, he's like, listen, this is one of my daughter's best friends. But even, even maybe only friend, maybe absolutely. But I think even farther than that, um, the character that she shows in stepping forward. Yeah. You know, the the absolute um sacrifice for for a loved one is, is amazing and um and you would have to stand in all of that. Absolutely. All right, so the basically I love the fact that um you know, obviously they're required you know, all the districts are required to participate, all the district requ- you know, the attendance is required, you know, all of this other junk. However, 
um, the District 12 is known for the fact that, you know, they actually give their boldest dissent uh, that they're allowed to manage or that they can manage, which is silence. Silence. You know, there is no applause. There is no, it's, it's, it's their, their silence of, uh, is their public way of saying, we do not approve of this. Absolutely. We and do. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I do. It makes me want to have, you know, it, it's 12. so different. It's so different from the way she talks about the other districts that train their kids for this. Yeah. You know, they, they go through training and, and, um, it kind of, it kind of makes me, it was when she was talking about um, in chapter three, she, she talks a little bit and I know I'm all over You're the fine. place right now, but um, she talks about um, PETA crying and wondering if that's going to be his strategy. Because in chapter two, when she's taking the stage, she's like, I cannot cry. I cannot cry. I cannot show weakness because I'll be seen as an easy target. And then later on, she's wondering if that's PETA's strategy and um, notes a girl from a few years back who did that and then came out and was like this lethal killer. Right. And it made me think about um, Sydney Bristow from Alias, uh-huh. how she was figuring out that these things that her dad had her doing as a kid were actually like training tools of assembling a gun and you know different so it made me i don't know it just made a connection in my mind exactly mm, alias i, remember I know that show. maybe that'll be our next <laughs> maybe i don't know let's, let's not rewatch let, let, let's get through this one let's read this book first all right so here's the situation um now obviously katniss she's she can't she's determined i will not cry i will not, I will cry. not show weakness mm-hmm. i will not be the first one people target to say i'm gonna pick this and one here's off. the thing is that she's like i have practice of removing all emotion from my face yep you know th- this is something this is something that she's good at yep and um the other thing that she's good at is and again jumping all over but Mm -hmm. um the whole entire first chapter is all about what hunting Hunting. and gathering Mm -hmm. you know and and you know these other people that have been training and and stuff like that sure they know how to kill but do not you know they they showed they talk she talks about the fact that there was one entire season where half the contestants are are frozen and died of hunger and starvation they're like well where's the fun in watching that and well, there's no fun in watching children die at all, but um, so they make sure that they have, you know, wood for fire and, and you know, and things like that. But um, so she's talking about this um, being a hunter. And this is in chapter three when Gail comes to see her and reminding her that, you know, that she does know how to hunt. And and so she starts talking about, I wonder if I can just not think of them as people, yeah. you know? And um, and in in that, I'm thinking, okay, here is is Haymitch, is that? Yeah, Haymitch. Okay. The who, drunk. The drunk, excuse me, um, who is a previous winner. I wonder if the reason he's drunk all the time is because he can't deal with the fact it makes that he killed sense. all of those those children that makes perfect you know it absolutely does and so you know people look at him and they think of him as this you know waste of human life and and stuff like this they they, he's the maybe the you know the district clown or whatever and stuff like that but obviously this is wrestling with some serious demons exactly yeah he's a tortured man absolutely so um what another thing that happened uh during the just after the silence was something that i felt was very moving 
And it's something that people, it, it was a shock to everybody. And, and, it, and again, I'm trying to picture in my mind that this is being televised right. around the, you know, right. around the world. And, and it's this gesture with the three middle fingers held mm-hmm. out. And, and it's a way of saying, thank you. It's a way of saying goodbye. It's a way of showing the utmost respect. I love that. And the fact that, that this is something that's being attributed to Katniss mm-hmm. for the, the bravery that she shows. And and I just, I get the sense that District 12 is, you know, while it certainly has their, you know, people that aren't that great within their, within their district, like, for example, um, PETA's mom, mm-hmm. you know, but overall, this is a district that has some sense of morality and has some sense of dignity and, and, a, and a ethical Well, you don't code. have to be, you don't have to be... You don't have to lack the just because you're poor doesn't mean you lack those things. That's right. what I'm trying to to say. Exactly. You know, here is here is the poorest district, but that doesn't mean that they are not without dignity and integrity and and so I I I agree with you. I I love that that symbol of that. Exactly. All right. So then they you know obviously uh, they accept her. Uh, Katniss as the volunteer, and then we have the uh, the time to pull the name out for the boy tribute. Mm-hmm. Turns out that it is Peta Melark, and uh, Peta Melark, of course, is when we get the flashback, and she goes, right. "Oh, great! Why yeah, th- him? Not my chance. Th- this is just not going to my favorite right. at all. It really couldn't have been any worse, unless she was up against Gail, you know, who who is her friend and and her confidant, but um." But I think that she really views it as it really couldn't be any worse than that. I owe you know? this guy my life. I, exactly. You know, the, I love when she talks about, does he even know? He gave me my hope. Yeah. You know, in that bread, I found hope. Yep. And so, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I was, I was loving it. From that point on, I was like, stupid reading schedule. <laughs> 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 because I really, I just want to sit down and finish the book. I know, I know. So obviously, we you had already shared that you think that he has emotional, you know, feelings for her. Um, you know, I don't think that she feels those for him. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, think she feels much for anyone. Well, exactly. She she even mentions the the embrace of um, Gail when he comes to visit her, mm-hmm. and he says, or she said something like, you know, I know that there's not. There may be nothing between us physically, but when she talks about his embrace and and it's like, but I recognize the sound of his heart and right. and stuff like that. It, it almost senses. There's almost this sense that while there's not never been anything that they've ever moved, you know, moved upon, that there does seem to be something where she's like, you know, this well, is somebody that I'm close to and she's comfortable with. Yeah, you know, she she can be herself with. Um. If you go back to chapter one, there's the things where um, he says she only smiles in the woods. You know, that's the time that she's with him. Um, Also in chapter one, there's the part where doesn't he say he'd like to have children someday? And she's like, why bother? You know, Um, so it it, it is the sense that that there is, you know, that there's a a familiar um, familiarity. Yes. Thank you. And um, and a comfort there. But I don't think that she is emotionally in a place where she could handle anything more than that. Right. 
Does that make sense? I, I it makes perfect sense. Okay. So in my mind, she kind of views Gail as an older brother that she never mm-hmm. had. Right. I think Gail probably thinks of her quite a bit more than that. Okay. And I think that um, you're... He's a teenage boy. Most boys do think like <laughs> Well, <laughs> and then I think your speculation and, and potentially hers is that, you know, that perhaps PETA also has feelings right. for her. And, and I'm wondering if we're going to see that played out in any way. And well, obviously, we probably will. I think we will. The other thing before we move further is just some speculation upon, you know, where it was knowing that there are three books in this series. Right. You know, which I think the third book is the final book, right? Yeah. Okay, there, it's called a trilogy. I, so well, that that's three books. That's, yeah. That's tr- done. Was Twilight originally going to be a, tri- nope. a trilogy? No. It, um, it was her original contract was for three books, but it was Changed right. before it was ever announced as a trilogy, I believe. All right. Well, anyway, so we know that there are three stories. Right. All right. And so we know that this is going to play out. We're not going to like get to the to the Hunger Games by this. Right. You know, th- we're not going to get to the resolution here. And you forgot to mute I did. your phone. I did. That's that's actually Toyota about our car, I think. Okay. Well, we'll call them back yep. here in just a second. Anyway. What, what what were we saying? Um, oh, about the future of yeah. this. You know, so so one of the are there any kind of hopes before or should we hold our hopes for what we hope the story will how it will unfold? Let's, let's save that for after we finish ch- talking about chapter three. OK. All right. So um, do you have notes for chapter three? I, I don't. I was okay. just working on some notes, but that's OK. okay so I have... um, they go to the train station. Exactly. And, they do. Well, first they say their goodbyes. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That happens well, in chapter oh, gosh, three, let's right? Let's do that first. Yeah. Okay. So, so they say their their goodbyes. Um, she gets visitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is, of course, Prim and Mom. Yes. And she's like, "Listen, Mom, you've got to. You've got to get it under control. That this is you. You can't. You can't go to that place again. And, um, she's angry. She's very angry. She finally lets out some of the things that she's been thinking all of this time. And she's like, listen, this is how it is. And this is how it's going to be. And you can't do this again. And I think her mom, I mean, she even says her mom got angry back. But I, she was very defensive and not really taking responsibility for her lack of responsibility. Well, and the one thing she did say is that, you know, you have to understand I was sick. You know, and, and when she's talking about experiencing severe depression and she's like, I understand, but right. you can't do you that. You can't do that. And she's like, well, you know, when there, it's, there it, are and medicines. It seems like her mom's back to selling the medicines again, selling the, the herbs as apothecary. I think is what it's okay. called. She has I'll never remember that apothecary business. <laughs> but anyway, um, which is what she did before she married. That's of course only if Hooked on Faunus is working for me. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear me? No. That's what her family did before she moved to the scene with her husband. That's correct. What, that's what she. Her, that's what her mom did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's before what, she moved to before the scene. she got married and yeah, moved, so, yeah. she, so now she's done. She's got a little bit of you know. Since then, she's started up a little bit of the apothecary business for folks within the scene. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Katniss says, you know what? Perhaps maybe she's right because I have seen her use medicines to help people get out of a great deal of sadness. Right. So uh, anyway, so she she's maybe coming to some realization that maybe her mom didn't just abandon but maybe she what it was an illness and but there's no time for them to, to she's like listen you just you have to step up here right now of course she's also thinking you know what do i tell prim you know i can't it's like hunting she, is not her thing 
Right. Because I've tried to show her and she's like, well, maybe if we get it home fast enough, we can heal it. <laughs> that's not the point, Prem. We're not that's, healing this that's thing. That's not the point. But she does um, well with her goat and the cheese and the milk. That's right. I loved when she was um when she she was like, you know what, I, I have to even though I believe I don't stand a chance, I have to show some hope that I do for her. Right. You know, and um she continues to sacrifice herself and her feelings to care for her sister. Yep. And um I think that's a beautiful example of what a relationship is. Exactly. And and the other thing is, of course, she's she's already got plans. I mean, this has been preordained for a long time. It's like, listen, between her and Gail, it's like, if anything ever happens to either one of us, this is how, what we will do for one another. Right. And so she understands that Gail's going to stop by. He's going to take care of them. There's well, no payment necessary. Exactly. There's yeah. no payment necessary, but you should but be you able. Should. You should do this. You should offer this. Um, and and so eventually their time is up and uh, mom and Prim are, are carried away. Um, next visitor is. Madge. Madge. Madge comes in and gives a gift. Which is the the gold pin that that they had noticed on her yes. when they went to sell the strawberries, and um, of it's course, a mockingjay. It is a mockingjay, and of course, do you want to explain what the mockingjay is? Okay, um, so during the time of the rebellion, um, the capital head had created this mutant bird called a jabber bird, called a jabberjay, jabberjay. That's right, and um, this bird could. Um, remember and repeat entire conversations, and could actually speak uh, and, the human right, phonetics, could, right? And so it would it would fly back to the stations and um, relay an entire message. And it took a long time for the people of the rebellion to figure out what was going on. But once they did, they started giving false information, and um, the capital realized they were no longer useful. So they just let them. Um, well, they meant to th- get they, rid of them. Well, no, they 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 let they intended for them to die in the wild. Okay, but that's not what happened. They um, breeded with, with mockingbirds. With mockingbirds and um, made the the mockingjay, which can um, not quite um, do the human um, phonetic voice. As, as the the mocking Jake or as the jabber Jake could, but it can do sounds and songs and um, and it so it's kind of they described it as kind of wearing this pin as a slap in the face to the capital. Just how um absurd this really all is. Yeah, and not only not only is it you know this this pin a slap in the face to the capital. But it's also a, a token of memory for herself personally Absolutely. of her father because the fact that they used to go hunting and he would sing these elaborate songs. And and they would always sing back. Exactly. If they didn't like your voice, they wouldn't sing back. Right. But every Mockingjay in the forest would listen to him. Yeah. And so it was a great reminder. And of course, this token of Madge uh, being given as a gift helps her understand it's like perhaps she we really was. We right. really have been friends. And then Madge's dad comes in, the mayor, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't say very much. In fact, he says little at all, and he just says, I- "I'll make sure that the little girl is fed." No, that's the baker. 
Oh, wait. So what? Where? So did the dad come in? Hmm? Okay, I'm wrong. No, the baker came in. Peta's father came in. So the mayor didn't come in. I don't think so. Okay, I am totally wrong. You're right. The baker's dad, Peta's dad, yes. comes in. He, he's the third guest. Yes. Sorry, I totally mixed that up. Yeah, he's so the third Peta's guest, dad and he comes, comes in. in. And he doesn't say much at all. Sits with her for a while, and then on his way out, says, um, "I'll make sure the girl is fed." Yeah, that she yeah. gets bread. That, yeah. So, um, I I like I he, I like that. He, yeah, it go and it goes further to support your case or your cause that the My boy. Cause? I'm not starting a cause. That, that, the, the, a that Peta has feelings for feelings her. for her because, because you know da- dad's dad would, already been in there with him, right? And yeah. dad and dad would know this, right? You know, and and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sure they, and then Gail comes in, and then Gail yes. comes in. Yes, okay, and and he, that's when he says, you know, it's just like hunting, right? Just. You know, try to put it out of your mind that that they're people and you, you're you a hunter. You can do, you know, try to make um, a bow and arrow as, as soon as you can. And um, and that's where we hear, hear all about the different locations. Right. What if there's no wood? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, listen, there'll be something. You know, they're not going to do that again. And, right. <laughs> that and, was so and fun. So, so we we know that she's good with an ar- bow and an arrow. Mm-hmm. And, and if she has to fashion one herself, then she will. You know, uh, what? right now, I th- I still think my main problem with this story is that they're children. Mm-hmm. Like, if these were adults, I would have no problem with this being a total reality show, locking them away and having them kill each other. Stephanie Ravenscraft? <laughs> Seriously? I'm no, oh I would goodness. still have a problem with it. Um, because they're innocent people. But it, it, it the fact that it's kids, is it's like... Yeah. Seriously hard to take. Well, the the whole the whole premise of the story is I is know. like, you know, why are we reading this book? Right. But I mean, it, it I I think that there's potential for some fascinating things here, which we're yeah. going to I want to talk about, you know, our own feelings and our, predictions right. of the future, okay. which I love the fact that you have not read this book before me I because know. every time I had these ideas, you're like, nope, no, well, well, I can't say anything. But and now no, we, I really can't. you, you so, and I can speculate together what we want to happen. Well, and then and then the the last thing that happens um well, not the last thing. There's still so much. Um, we're still at the train station. Um, so Gail tries to tell her something. And then the peacekeeper comes in and pulls him away. And she's like, yeah. I'll never know what he wanted. I'll never know what, what he, he wanted he to said, say. He said, just remember. And then. She'll never know what. He and wanted. I wonder if it was, I love you. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but I love the train ride. Well, before we talk about okay. the train ride. Um, the, the we get to hear about the train, the fact that you know mm-hmm. w- we learn a very important detail, and I think that this is going to be a key point in the plot. Okay. The fact that it is strictly forbidden that people from the district ride the trains, mm-hmm. unless and you're not allowed to travel from district to district. Exactly. Like, once you're in your district, you're stuck there. Yeah. And so my feeling is that we are certainly going to see Gail. What you mean? Can you say oppression? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, yeah. there's no moving up. There's no. You're just stuck it's there. The capital's in charge. I'm sorry, you were born born poor. You you just stay there. And- yeah. Well, I, I actually they're not sorry. They really could care less. Well, who? The capital. Oh yeah, the capital could care less. Okay, so yes, there's the train, and of course she talks about how the the room she was in was better, be- mm-hmm. more beautiful than any room. She couldn't help the clothes. But, the everything. I've never had a hot shower before. Yes. Yeah. All of that, and then of course now there's the train, um, and 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 all of the same things you're talking about. Um, then there's the dinner. 
Mm-hmm. All right. And then the dinner on the train is just like everything you could possibly want to eat and so much more. And of course, that you know, um, you've got PETA and Katniss there and they're eating. And Effie's like, I am so glad. You know, this right. is not like what <laughs> I has loved happened this like the people last year. The, 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 um, what are they called? The tributes from last year just um, ate with their fingers. And, and Katniss knew. The, the ones from last year. And it's just like, they never had enough food a day in their life. Never a day in their life did they have enough food. Of course they ate with their hands. They didn't care how it got into their bodies. And so the entire meal, the rest of the entire meal, she ate with her fingers. Yeah, I'm like, mm, go Katniss. Yep. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, that, and then of course Haymitch comes in, yeah. and she, and of course they're kind of laughing and giggling, and she's like, "Listen, laugh all you want." I, he's your he, lifeline. He's your lifeline. You know, <laughs> you can. Do you think what... he'll pull it together? Oh, I think to so. Help them through. I think we're gonna. I think they've. The author has set up Haymitch to be a total clown. Okay. And I think what you and I are picking up on is the fact that there's a reason why he drinks, and we're gonna find out that that. He is a man of valor and and a man with the with a with demons that that mm-hmm. he needs to confront and the fact that that what he had to do to be able to stay alive um, and I think that he's going to come around and be somebody that's going to be a terrific source of hope and and help to both uh, Peta and also to Katniss right and I and of course that's where we leave off right that that's where we left off so yeah. so we're he's at the end of chapter three. And um, I'm going to start the music here so that we can start wrapping this up. All right. Because is there anything else that you want to say other than speculation so. of the future? Um, I kind of like that he vomited at her feet, but <laughs> that's all. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, Minch vomited at her feet. But um, yeah, no, that that's it to okay. cover the chapters. But. So, so, so we've now covered the first three chapters of this book. Absolutely loving the book. Right? Yeah. Absolutely loving the book. Can um, I read two more chapters now? I suppose Three, four, no two. Oh. Don't read more. Don't read more than two until okay. we can record another episode, right. which just means we'll, we'll be in here recording episodes even faster. <laughs> it does. It means you got to read faster. Though these episodes will probably be released a week apart, no matter how fast we read. I know. <laughs> so we we want to build up the. the I'm archives. perfectly okay us having a, a stash. You know yep. that way if something happens and and we can't. Yeah. Oh, by the t- by the time this podcast is released, I want to let you know you can head over to um, gspncommunity.com. That is our uh, podcast network's uh, online community site. We want to encourage you guys to come and participate as members of our community. Uh, details over at just go to gspncommunity.com uh, and click register and sign up and check it out. Um, and there'll be a group. We're actually created, by the time you're hearing this, we have created a group devoted to the Hunger Games. And uh, I think we'll probably actually um, break it up the discussions based mm-hmm. upon the chapters that we cover in these podcast okay. episodes. So it'll be, you'll, you'll, so look, nobody can, can spoil us ahead. Exactly. So it'll say Hunger Games chapter one. And then there'll be one for Hunger Games chapters two and three. Right. Because that's where we're at with the podcast episodes. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm kind of, um, you know, obviously Katniss is the main character, and um, and you get attached to her right away. But I'm kind of, I'm like, okay, I shouldn't get attached to anyone else in this book. 
Because at this point, everyone's expendable. <laughs> well, yeah. Right? You, you would think that it's everybody's like, it's expendable. It's just like Lost. You would think everybody's ex- expendable except for Katniss. That yeah. Katniss is going to be around to the end of the story. It would seem so. You would think. So, are we going to read the... Are the Hunger Games going to happen in this book? I don't know. Or is it going to be something that's built upon and built upon? I have no idea. Me neither. But here's my here's what I'd like to speculate on is overall, the overall story arc of what's happening here. Obviously, there has been a rebellion. Yes. The Hunger Games, you know, what are we on the second 72nd annual or something like that? Right. Have, who knows. But the but the deal here is that there is not to be another rebellion and these hunger games are to to show you I think just, there's going to be another rebellion that's exactly what I'm thinking I yeah. mean we've already got district 12 in in silence showing their objection to this we've got the, showing their rebellion we're exactly <laughs> uh, the the three the three finger salute which <laughs> almost sounds bad but we know it's not right right that sh- that being done in a public place is is a way of showing a rebellion. Obviously, if Katniss uh, Katniss feels some kind of duty, uh, uh, she feels like she owes something yes. to Peta. Yeah, chances there's a good chance that ch- uh, that Peta has feelings for Katniss. Right. Um, we've got Gale. Who obviously is a hunter and and skilled in in various ways. Who potentially are these also, three kids going to start a rebellion? That's what I'm thinking. And who best to who best to do that than the one district who's willing to publicly show their dis, get, disdain right. for this than, pub, than District Twelve to get behind this. Oh, I'm excited. I am too. I'm excited because I don't want to see killing. I don't want to see senseless murder. I want to see people stand up for what is right. Right. I'm excited about the Hunger Games. <laughs> I am too. All right. Well, friends, that is uh, going to wrap it up here for our review of chapters two and three. We hope that you are already enjoying our podcast. Again, gspncommunity.com. Register today for our community site and and uh, check out and, and subscribe to and participate in our conversations for the group for The Hunger Games. Please do us a favor. Do you know somebody else who loves The Hunger Games? Tell them about our podcast over at hungergamespodcast.com. Hungergamespodcast.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. We want to invite you to check out some of our other shows. If you happen to have ever read The Twilight Saga, uh, we have twilightsagapodcast.com. And if you want to hear more about Stephanie and I and what goes on with the rest of our lives, we have this crazy little show that we do called Family from the Heart at familyfromtheheart.com. Anyways, we've got so much more than that, but we won't bore bore you with it. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. And until next time, we encourage you to join Join the the community. community.